Good morning to you. And now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with legislator Holden Chow from the DAB. The following program is a personal view program. The amendment of Fugitive Offenders Ordinance stems from the Taiwan murder case last year. In a nutshell, a female was murdered in such a cruel way by a Hong Kong youngster in Taiwan that shocked the city. The accused, Mr. Chen, subsequently fled Taiwan and returned to Hong Kong. Owing to the absence of surrendering between Hong Kong and Taiwan, we are not able to surrender Mr. Chen to Taiwan for trial on his murder crime. It is utterly unjust. This heralds the loophole in our law. To fix the problem, we do need to amend the Fugitive Offenders Ordinance to enable the authority to carry out surrendering for this case on a case-by-case basis. The existing loophole not only covers Taiwan, but also other jurisdictions including mainland and Macau SAR. In other words, imagine if somebody kills another in mainland, managed to flat the mainland and return to Hong Kong, he would be scot-free. Since the beginning of the dispute, the existing loophole came to light. There is an imminent need to plug the loophole on a complete basis. If we leave any jurisdictions uncovered when fixing our law, any potential murder or serious crime causing physical harm to others happening there in the future would not be tackled. We are doing nothing but encouraging criminals to commit crime in those jurisdictions to escape criminal trial. With the publicity of this case, unfortunately, all kinds of criminals are well aware of the loophole now. The pandemocrats have used their all-out effort to play up the fear of the public, and by using scaremongering tactics, falsely alleging that the Hong Kong court would be unable to safeguard human rights when dealing with the surrendering applications, which is definitely untrue. But they scare off people and agitate the public to rail against the law amendment. They even went to Taiwan to mobilize Taiwan politicians to rail against the surrendering. But as we all know, we are running common law system in Hong Kong, and even the existing Fugitive Offenders Ordinance indeed provides adequate legal protection, ensuring that the surrendering has nothing to do with political offense, political, racial or religious opinion. There are more than enough precedents in other common law jurisdictions on these extradition disputes. To wrongfully accuse that our Hong Kong court lacks ability to safeguard our human rights, that is underestimating our legal system. I have heard some would even go too far to suggest that Hong Kong court has no independence and is bound to follow central government's guidance in adjudicating surrendering application. That is so insulting to our judiciary. Worse still, the pandemics even insisted on filibustering, refusing to allow the Bills Committee to elect the chairman. They simply paralyzed the function of the Bills Committee. The court handed down the verdict in late April, with a sentence of 29 months imprisonment, having taken into account the time he had already spent in jail beforehand. According to the Security Bureau, Mr. Chen is expected to be released in October this year, the earliest. With more than two months' summer recession, it leaves us only around two months to fresh out the bill and complete the entire law amendment procedures. Failing to do so before October, 
there is likelihood that Mr. Chen would fled Hong Kong and be scot-free. This is so irresponsible to the victim's family. Time is running out. The pandemic's blatant behavior would eventually leave Mr. Chen safe. Is this the outcome we wish to see? Justice simply denied. James Toh refused to proceed with election of chairman, acting ridiculously. He fails to discharge his simple duty to preside over the chairman election in the bills committee. Two meetings with four hours in total are wasted. It leaves us no alternatives but to remove him from the position of presiding over the bills committee. A joint petition signed by pro-establishment lawmakers were issued to House Committee Chair Lady Starry Lee, requesting for such a removal so that chairman could be duly elected in the bills committee in due course. We sincerely hope that the pandemic could stop paralyzing the bills committee, but that doesn't hold your breath. We need to take appropriate and necessary action. Should there be any suggestions on bill amendment, it should be raised and discussed in the bills committee. The government needs to explain more and address concerns of the public if there is any misunderstanding relating to the bill, especially on the role of Hong Kong court and its ability to safeguard human rights when dealing with surrendering.